And Lord, we just pray throughout the night that you would do exceedingly and abundantly beyond everything we could ask or imagine. Continue to heal the sick. Continue to heal the brokenhearted. We give you the glory in Jesus' name. And everyone said amen. You guys can go back to your seats. And if you were getting prayer and you still didn't feel breakthrough, experience breakthrough, I'm believing tonight that Jesus still has something for you. I want to tell you right off the, the jump tonight, it is always God's will. It's in his nature to touch you, to heal you, to set you free, to redeem you, to make you whole. Come on, Christianity, how many people last night you got born again? Look at all these hands. You came up at this altar. You got born again. Come on, I got 23 minutes, and we are just going to blaze in 23 minutes. You guys with me? You got, are you good for 23? Come on, Christianity is not a prayer to go to heaven. Jesus did not come out of heaven so that you could live like hell on earth. Jesus did not, the Father did not send his only son so that you could just hobble through existence, dealing with all your junk, and then get free when you go to heaven. I think the problem in Christianity is so many of us make death our savior instead of Jesus. What do I mean by that? What what does that mean? It means a lot of us think we are going to be the freest versions of ourselves on that side of eternity instead of this side. But I want to remind someone tonight that Jesus didn't die in heaven. He died on earth. His blood was shed here so that you could experience freedom here. I don't even know if you believe that. Come on, he didn't shed blood so that you could get free there. He shed blood so that you could get free here. And the problem is with our generation is we've preached a gospel of heaven later instead of heaven now. And Jesus wants the kingdom to touch you here so that you could be free here. Oh, come on, you got to get this tonight. Jesus' primary message when he was walking on earth was this. Repent which means change the way that you see, change the way that you think. It's a Greek word, say, uh, say, uh, it's called metanoia, say metanoia. It means change the way that you think, change the way that you see, and see that the kingdom of God is here now. How? Because wherever the king is, the kingdom is also there. <laughs> Come on, young person. Wherever the king is, the kingdom is also there, which means this. The power of darkness can't stand under the power of the kingdom of light. So when the king is in the room, and when his kingdom is here, which by the way, when Jesus ascended into heaven, he didn't take the kingdom with him. He left the kingdom here. (laughs) Which means this. He left it in you through the presence of the Holy Spirit. The Bible says that the the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. Oh, young person. What's that mean? It means when you're filled with God, 
When the king lives inside of you, the kingdom is also with you wherever you go. The kingdom is with you wherever you go. What's that mean? Christ in you is the hope of glory. That means everywhere you go, there's an expectation and a hope that God can break out anywhere at any time. You're not ordinary anymore when you come to Jesus. He takes his super and he puts it on your natural, so you're supernatural. You're out of this world. You're in this world, but you're not of this world. You don't follow the trends of the world. You follow the trends of the kingdom. And the kingdom has a different narrative than the world's culture. And the, what the world is trying to feed you. And tonight, I feel so passionate in my heart. I don't want to leave this room until every single one of you gets freedom. I don't want to leave this place. I'm sick and tired. I know we say that a lot, but I really actually feel that way. Of seeing Gen Z get crippled with lust, perversion, and mental health issues. I'm just done with it. And I believe that the church and Christians need to stand up everywhere and say, no, 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 no. Jesus said, the gates of hell will not prevail against the church. You know, in scripture, think about what Jesus is saying. He's saying the gates of hell means Satan's dominion, his kingdom. He calls it a gate. Do you know that gates don't move? Has anyone ever seen a moving gate? No. Okay, you did over in the back. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that later. Okay. Gates don't move. What did Frenchie say last night? In Genesis, Jesus starts as a snake. In Revelation, we fed him and he turned into a dragon. Satan, what did I say? Oh, thank you. What am I saying? Satan. Okay. Don't put that on Instagram. Do not. Satan was a snake. Okay. We turned him into a dragon. Why? He says he's the father of lies. The only power the devil has is the lies that we believe. We give Satan power by believing the lies that he's speaking over our generation. Let me tell you tonight, young person, you are not your feelings. You might feel a certain way, but you are not your feelings. Your feelings lie to you all the time. Just because, oh, can I just be bold? Okay. Uh, I'm going to just speak it, okay? Just because you're a girl and you feel like you're a boy does not mean that you're a boy. Does not mean that. doesn't mean that. And I know that your generation sees that, and it's vice versa. I know that your generation sees that, and you want preachers to talk like this, don't you? You want us to tell you. And I, 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 have, I get judged as a teacher. The Bible says that we get judged as a teacher more, more harshly. And I've got to tell this generation the truth. I'm not going to feed you a sugar-coated gospel. And keep you bound by what the devil wants to keep you bound by. Okay? So we're going to jump into it. I haven't even opened up the Bible. We got 15 minutes. Are you good for 15? 
30. Can I get 40? Can I get 50? Can I get... I won't do that, Jeff. <laughs> Come on, if you've got your Bibles, turn with me to Mark 10. And we're going to read Mark 10, 46, starting in 46, chapter 10, verse 46. If you're there, say, I'm there. I'll give you just a little bit more time. I'm there. I am there. All right. You guys ready? Here's what it says. Then they reached Jericho, and as Jesus and his disciples left town, a large crowd followed him. How many know that Jesus was more popular than Justin Bieber? Can I get an amen? He had a paparazzi around him at all times. And it says this, a blind beggar named Bartimaeus. Stop there. I want you to notice that the Bible does things specifically for a reason. I want you to notice that it doesn't say Bartimaeus, a blind beggar. It says a blind beggar, Bartimaeus. Okay? Let's keep reading. Just keep that in your head, okay? And it says, son of Timaeus was sitting beside the road. And when Bartimaeus heard that Jesus of Nazareth was nearby, your translation might say passing by. What translation says passing by in here? Does any translations? Yep. Pass, as Jesus is passing by, he began to shout. And Bartimaeus says, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And this is what the crowd does. Be quiet. Many of the people yelled at him, but he only shouted louder, Son of David, have mercy on me. And when Jesus heard him, he stopped and said, Tell him to come here. Come on, I want a faith that makes Jesus stop. And here's, here, we're going to stop right here, and I'm just going to preach out of this text. What I love so much about this story and this first initial part is blind Bartimaeus has more faith. He sees more clearly than people who can see. Why? Because faith comes by hearing. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of Christ. That's what Romans 10 says. He has more faith than people who can see. And so when the crowd is telling Bartimaeus, shut up. You're a blind beggar. That's all you're ever going to be. Jesus is a busy man. He's a rabbi. All you're going to do is beg, 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 beg. Don't pay Jesus any attention. I almost just fell off the stage. Y'all see that? Okay. Help me, Lord. But he's like, don't pay Jesus any attention. And here's what I believe. This, this passage, I believe, is for your generation. The world is telling you that Jesus wants nothing to do to you or do with you. But I believe your generation is saying, when the world says shut up, we're going to cry out all the more. Jesus! When my friends tell me that all I'll ever be is broken, we're going to shout out, Jesus! Son of David! Yeah. Have mercy on me. Your generation will not be silenced by the accusations of the enemy. 
Your generation will not be silenced by the claims of culture or the narrative that the world is saying about you. The crowd cannot stop you from getting to Jesus. And what I think is so important is a lot of you in this room, you came to camp following the crowd. But you need to forsake where the crowd is going and follow where Jesus is going. The crowd wants you to sit and be broken. What, 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 is, what do people say on TikTok all the time? It's okay to not be okay. Listen, it's okay. Just stay depressed. Stay anxious. Let's, let's talk about our anxiety. Let's just put a little boo-boo on that. What? No, no, no. Let me, let me just say this right here. It's okay to not be okay. I'm not putting shame on brokenness. But it's not okay to stay there. It's not okay to stay there. And blind Bartimaeus had an option. He had a decision to make. Do I stay blind because the people are telling me to shut up? Or do I shout again? Do I get the Messiah's attention? I know he's the son of David. They don't. I'm calling out again. A second time. Son of David! Have mercy on me. Jesus stops, and he says, bring him to me. And this is what Bartimaeus does. I'm not even going to read it. It's just in my heart. Bartimaeus, the, the scripture says, you can look it up. I'm not making this up. It says, he throws off his beggar coat, and he jumps to his feet. A blind man jumps to his feet. Catch this. Bartimaeus had a coat that was given to him by the government because they knew, as this, is, this is real culture, culture context for you. They would give blind people a code that says it's lawful, lawful for them to beg on the street for money. Because without people giving them money, they can't live. And so all he would ever do for the rest of his life, he's, he's been born for, for who knows, it doesn't say here. But it's, he's been born, or he's, he's experienced this, and all he ever will be is a blind beggar. But a blind beggar has a name. His name's Bartimaeus. And that name means son of honor. And while and this, this is what you need to catch. The devil calls you by your sin, but Jesus will always call you by your name. He'll always call you by your name. The devil will call you by your ailment. He'll call you by what's wrong with you. He'll say, you think suicidal, you're suicidal. You think anxious, you're, you're, you're just, you're, you have anxiety, you're anxious. You watch porn, you're a porn addict. And so the, what the devil does is he convinces you that you are your problem. And you are not your sin. You are not the mistake you did last week. You're a son of honor. You're a daughter of honor. You're a son of God. You're a daughter of God. And blind Bartimaeus is so G with it. This is what he does. He throws off his coat. Why? Because he's saying, the master's calling me. Guess what? I am throwing off my old identity because I'm about to get a new one. And here's what I believe we are going to see tonight. Actually, let me just read the rest of this really quick. You guys okay? Get with me, okay? <laughs> Listen to what the crowd says. This is crazy. 
So Jesus says, tell him to come to me. And so they said, so they called the blind man. And the crowd that told them to shut up now are saying, cheer up. Come on, when Jesus has a blessing for you, even the crowd will turn to Jesus. I don't know if you caught that. Your friends that are mocking you now, when they see you get a blessing, they're going to want to follow you. When they see Jesus call you, they're going to be like, oh, forgive me for saying shut up. Cheer up. He's calling you. Go to Jesus. So he throws his coat aside, jumps up, and he came to Jesus. And this is what Jesus says. What do you want me to do for you? Tonight, Jesus is asking you the same question. But before you come to Jesus and receive the freedom that he wants to do in your heart, you've got to throw off some stuff. Why? Because you're not just a blind beggar. You have a name. There's a future. There's a call. There's a destiny. There's a purpose on your life. And I want to show you what we're throwing off tonight. Ephesians chapter 4. We're going to read 17. I'm going to read a bunch of scripture. I'm going to let, let me tell you this. Do you know that Gen Z, only 4% of Gen Z has a biblical worldview? You know why? Because we're not preaching the word in churches anymore. 13% of youth pastors have a biblical worldview. That's a Barner report. Are, are you, is this going to be the generation that changes that? Come on. Listen, listen, I'm just going to read scripture. I'm going to let scripture preach for, the, for itself. Imagine Paul is up here, Paul the apostle, preaching to you tonight. You want to hear what Paul has to say? This is what he has to say. With the Lord's authority, I say this. This is what scripture says. In 17, with the Lord's authority, I say this. Live no longer as the Gentiles do, for they are hopelessly confused. How many people can see the spirit of confusion over your generation? All right, it says, they are hopelessly, we don't have to cheer about that, but thank you for agreeing, okay? They are hopelessly confused. It says, their minds are full of darkness. They wander far from the life God gives because they have closed their minds and hardened their hearts against him. They have no sense of shame when they sin. They live for lustful pleasure and eagerly practice every kind of impurity. But that isn't what you learned about Christ. Come on, how many people learned about Christ last night when Frenchie preached? Come on. Come on, Commission Camp. That is not what you have learned about Christ. Since you have heard about Jesus and have learned the truth that comes from him, Look at this. Throw off your old sinful nature in your former way of life, which is corrupted by lust and deception. Come on. Look at what, this, what he's saying. What's Paul saying? Remember Bartimaeus? Learn from Bartimaeus. That old life is not who you are. Throw it off. Why would you take off the cross what Jesus pinned there? Romans 6, it says this. In Galatians 2.20 says this. It says you were co-crucified with Christ. Your old nature was pinned to a tree. Why do you want to take off the cross and put it back on when Jesus left it there? Young person, 
You can leave your old sinful nature on the cross. You can leave your suicidal thoughts and tendencies on the cross. The Bible says this, he became your sin. When Jesus was hanging on the tree, it says, he who knew no sin became sin so that you could become the righteousness of God in Christ. Listen to the, to the rest of what Paul says. Instead, so throw that off. Who wants to throw some stuff off tonight? We're going to throw it off. <laughs> it says, instead, let the Holy Spirit. Let the Holy Spirit. I love that the Holy Spirit's first name is Holy. A lot of people in your generation want the spirit, but they don't want the holy. A lot of people want to tingle, but they don't want to give their life to holiness. A lot of people want an encounter, but they don't want to live a set-apart life. A lot of people want to come to camp and say, I got touched. But you don't want to do what Ellie was preaching about the other day and get in the secret place and set yourself apart and say, God, I want to be different. I want to be holy. I want to be pure. I'm not going to live for the world. I'm going to live for you. you got to notice in here, it doesn't say you do it. It says the Holy Spirit does it. How? You just yield yourself. You present yourself as a living sacrifice. You say, my life on the altar. You can have your way. You can fill me. You can baptize me in your spirit. You can baptize me in fire. Everything in me that doesn't look like you, clean me out. Listen to what the rest of what Paul says. Let the spirit renew your thoughts and attitudes. Come on, he can heal your anxious mind. He can heal your depressed mind. He can get rid of those suicidal thoughts in a moment. I promise. Put on your new nature, created to be like God, truly righteous and holy. Stop telling lies. Let us tell our neighbors the truth, for we, all, we are all parts of the same body. And don't sin by letting anger control you. Don't let the sun go down while you're still angry, for anger gives a foothold to the devil. If you are a thief, quit stealing. Instead, use your hands for good work and then give generously to others in need. Don't use foul or abusive language. Let everything you say be good and helpful so that your words will be an encouragement to those who hear them. And don't bring sorrow to God's Holy Spirit by the way that you live. Come on, Paul's preaching tonight. Remember, he has identified you as his own. You were bought with the precious blood of Jesus. You're not a part of some other family. You're part of God's family. Ah, come on. <laughs> Guaranteeing you that you'll be saved on the day of redemption. Get rid of all bitterness. Get rid of rage, anger, harsh words, and slander, as well as all types of evil behavior. Instead, be kind to each other, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, just as God through Christ has forgiven you. Imitate God, therefore, in everything you do, because you are his dear children. Live a life filled with love, following the example of Christ. He loved us and offered himself as a sacrifice for us, a pleasing aroma to God. Let there be no sexual immorality, impurity, or greed among you. 
Such sins have no place among God's people. Obscene stories, foolish talk, and coarse jokes. These are not for you. Instead, let there be thankfulness to God. You can be sure that no immoral, impure, or greedy person will inherit the kingdom of Christ and of God. For a greedy person is an idolater, worshiping the things of this world. Don't be fooled by those who try to excuse these sins, for the anger of God will fall on all who disobey him. Don't participate in these things that people do. For once you were full of darkness, but now you have a light from the Lord. So live as people of light. For this light within you produces only what is good and right and true. Come on, stand to your feet all over this room. Who's ready to get free tonight? I want you just to close your eyes. Just fix your eyes on Jesus. Look at Jesus. Look at the Lamb. John the Baptist said, Behold the Lamb who takes away the sin of the world. Takes away the sin of the world. Just look at him. He's passing by. He's passing by. Are you going to let him pass by? Are you going to live another day bound? Are you going to live another day full of darkness, full of addiction, full of mental health issues? Or are you going to call out to Jesus? Are you going to call out to the Messiah like Bartimaeus did and say, have mercy on me. Here I am. Have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. Come on, I want you just to begin to tell him, have mercy. Have mercy on me. Son of David. Son of David. Don't pass me by. Have mercy. Come on, call out to him. Call out to him. Just begin to lift up your voice. Begin to lift up your voice. Come on. This is Freedom Day. This is the day of your freedom. So many of you got born again last night. But there is another layer of freedom that the Lord wants to do in your heart. And tonight is your night. Come on, tonight is your night, young person. But let me tell you what this requires. Some people are already coming up to the altar. Some people are already making their way up. They're saying, no, 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 today is my day. I'm coming up. I want the freedom that Jesus paid. Just make your way up here. Come on, Jesus isn't playing games tonight. His name is Deliverer. I feel like Moses tonight. I feel like Moses tonight saying, let my generation go. Let my people go.